Hi, everyone. This is Mitch Ashley with DevOps.com. You're listening to another DevOps chat, chat podcast. Today, I'm joined by Steve Long. He's regional CTO and technology strategy with App Dynamics. Today, we're going to be talking about the 2019 edition of the App Attention Index Report Findings, the era of digital reflex. Whoa, that sounds heavy. Steve, welcome <laughs> to DevOps Chat. <laughs> Thanks for having me today, Mitch. It's a pleasure to be here today. Sorry, I kind of put on my 60s hacks. I, whoa, man. <laughs> Would you start out by introducing yourself? Tell us a little bit about what you do. And, and of course, uh, for, in case somebody doesn't know what App Dynamics does, what App Dynamics is about. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. So I'll go back a little bit in time. And uh, I was a vice president of technology operations for a media company. And then my last job before joining uh, AppDynamics, I was a chief information officer for a financial tech company, a large banking services company. And um, I joined AppDynamics because um, for two reasons. One was um, finding problems in the sea of no longer a needle in the haystack uh, as a needle in a needle stack at this point with all the complexities happening. It changed my career. And when Cisco and AppD joined and that, that merger took place, uh, I couldn't think of, uh, you know, two companies that I would love to be part of that when they joined, um, you know, after I left being a chief information officer to come and uh, help drive technology strategy for app dynamics. So app dynamics is a, application performance management company that um, back in the dawn of the day, uh, I became one of their first 30 customers uh, about nine years ago and really attaching to the runtime and basically looking and analyzing your application performance. If the application is the, the North Star of your business and how typically businesses are driving revenue and, and transactions, um, we're at the, the forefront and the heart of that to be able to tap into that and, and give an MRI to what's happening in your cloud, your data centers, and uh, what's, what's happening with tech, the, the complex technology running in the business. So that's a little bit about AppDynamics. We, we're an application performance company and uh, part of Cisco and uh, driving businesses to really see into what's happening in their technology ecosystems. Excellent. Well, you, you share something with me, and that is both uh, the kind of end consumer of technology like this as a CIO, but also, um, you know, a tech person in the product, the tech vendor. So that's fantastic. I enjoy sharing that with you. Um, <clears throat> now, tell us a little bit about the App Attention Index report, what that's about, what it measures, what, it, what kind of information that it, it discloses for us. Yeah. So the, the era of, of digital reflex is the title, but at the core, we've really entered into uh, really consumers saying they use digital services almost like like you would a human, like an extension of your body, like a reflex. And today we're doing that almost uh, automatically or unconsciously. And that shift in consumers, like if you look past you know, five years ago, we had to proactively do that. Now with something in the palm of your hand, you don't realize it, but now you're, you're relying on digital services like every day and it's really helping you get your jobs done and your, your life duties and um, you're taking decisive actions by it being a reflex. And it's kind of a wake-up call for the industry and businesses because 
at this point, we're, we're looking at the performance of these applications being application loyalty, and it's taken over to be the new brand loyalty. So if businesses really want to stay competitive, um, they have to have a really flawless experience for their users. Mm-hmm. Um, otherwise, it impacts their brand loyalty, their application loyalty, and other things. So that's, that's the heart of the report and at, at a high level. Makes total sense. I mean, you, you talk about our digital world, our connection to it. It's not only true today, but it's even more so every day. You know, there's a new function we do on our phones, on our computers, on our TVs, on whatever device is connected to the, some cloud somewhere. It's almost all a digital transaction. Yeah, absolutely. Well, so tell us a little bit about this year's report, um, what some of the findings were, what, um, what would be some of the most interesting things that came out of it? I actually use an example um, that I had personally, and it's based on the report. So I actually had a lunch with colleagues, a friend, and a, cu- and a customer last week, and it was about six of us. And I said, hey, just out of curiosity, you know, how many applications have you guys used today? And 201, they looked at their phone, and they all kind of raised their heads back up, and one rattled 13, one 17, one 12, one 19. I was like, how did you do that? And they're like, well, we, we tend to close out our applications at the end of the day, it, you know, and it's 2 p.m. and I counted up from the last application used to now. And I was blown away. And so I did the same thing and I went back to the last one that I hadn't closed and counted. And I was at like, I think, 11 at that point in time at 2 p.m. And I thought to myself, wow, okay. And then I asked, the secondary question was, well, did any of those give you any problems? And I'm relating back to the app index because... If it had a problem, what did you do? And the first example came back was I had a reservation at a restaurant last night and I had to go close one and go to the other because it didn't have my reservation. So I ended up having, for every application that I have, I have a competitor. And if it's really sticky, maybe like banking or something else, maybe they don't, but they've got a few ride shares, a few travel apps, a few restaurant apps. And it's really that wake-up call because... The, the, the metric that comes out of the report is about 55% of people can't go without their mobile device for up to four hours. I did that today before this just to see if I could do it. And right before I got on here, I had to give up because I needed to see if I had a notification or a text or you know, something that I had missed. And so I, personally, it is that reflex, that extension. It's what, it's what we do now unconsciously. I think I'd rather hold my breath than try to look without my disconnection. <laughs> no <laughs> doubt. No doubt. So do you, when you, do you count the number of applications that people are using? Do you count, like, for example, on your phone, you can look to see how much battery time did you consume with different applications as, as another way to measure effectively kind of usage. How do you look at it? Well, I mean, it's, it's habitual. So we just looked at ones that were open. But, I mean, if I go back and look at my, you know, my day, I, my alarm goes off. I pick up my phone. And the first thing I did there was, now that I have my phone in my hand, I'm going to look at an application and my schedule, maybe my email, maybe a text. And we're basically saying now that the first thing we do is not talk to humans, is look at our apps. Mm-hmm. And nowadays, you know, if I, I go back five or six years, my house is now fully connected. So I'm looking at my security camera and the events. I'm looking at my thermostat. Did my, you know, did I leave my air conditioning or heat on? Is my car charged? You know, and do I need to set the thermostat in there? Is it a hundred degrees out? And do I need to put the AC on before I get in my car? And all of a sudden I've got energy usage, you know, tools. So these, 
these applications can be anything from a browser-based service, but they're, they're there to help you with your life. And then as you get to work, it becomes even more, uh, more of a need with reminders and you know, calendaring and everything going on in your work world and sharing documents and collaboration. And that's, that's why at 2 o'clock you can hit somebody who's had 20 and in a day they can be hitting you know, 30 to 50. Um, mm. So it's pretty amazing what, what these digital services are doing and how intrinsic they are to our daily lives. Well, it's amazing because one of the things, I'm guessing probably not part of your report, but occasionally uh, I'll look to see how many connected devices, IP addresses have been allocated in my home. And yeah. it's gone from, you know, a dozen to two dozen to over 70 in wow. a year and a half. And that's just as I kind of went through a connected home. And every one of those is not just talking to stuff in the home, it's talking to the cloud, you know, for mm-hmm. For the temperature management, for the door locks, for the security system, whatever, it's all talking to something, if not me um, or one of my family members through an app on the phone or the or a browser. And, and think about when they don't work and they can't talk to that cloud or digital service. And and since it's an extension of your human, you know, interactions, now you can have expectations that are super high that you just had a disruption and it can impact your mood. It can cause frustration. It can do things that you don't even know are happening. And that's why we call it re- reflect, you know, it's a reflex now. It's intrinsic, it's, it's unconscious and it can cause strife in our lives when it doesn't work. It's a really good point because, you know, we always think about networks as, as end consumers as speed but the reliability has also gone up significant and it's going to have to increase in reliability um, m- moving forward because uh, that it's, it's a reflex. It's a dependency. It's an expectation. It's a customer satisfaction measure, right? Of what that experience is like. Yeah. And I think the, the expectation just a few years ago was much lower and every year that goes by, I think three, three quarters of the people we, we queried, um, that their expectations have gone up and it's growing and growing and the tolerance levels now have also become more important and these services are, are just more important because they're prompting a higher and better higher demand and better experiences so that businesses can help you with your daily lives mm-hmm. and so the, the, the net of it all is we're hungry for very positive digital experiences and we're willing to pay for that and have them be more personalized and know who you are and kind of know what you want. And that's a huge uh, differentiator between businesses competing with each other. Interesting. As you, as you looked at this data, were there different ways that you slice and dice segmented, you know, home versus business or mobile versus browser or any of those kind of uh, ways of looking at the information to, to gather some interesting facts um, yeah, we, we did. We have a, we have a cross cut of that. Um, mainly though, looking at the consumer base side and how it interacts with the businesses and, and how the expectations of the consumer, uh, you know, are there to, to need to be met and exceeded. The, the, the experiences need to grow. Um, I know in, in our daily interactions from Apti, we, we look at e-commerce companies and banking and a number of different you know online services, and um, it's pretty clear that the performance, the loyalties 
are, are pretty clean cut when you have a, a, a performing app versus a non-performing app and the impact it has on the consumer. And so those can transcend almost every industry. It's almost industry-less where the application performance wins. You know, every 100 milliseconds of latency you know, that caused, you know, some level of distress. And when you start to get into situations where something might take 10 seconds in industry A, that might be acceptable because it's a longer term type of transaction. But in industry B, which may be more of a real time feel like I need a ride or I need a stock trade or I need you know, something like that, 10 seconds is unacceptable. And if you're not able to measure that and have application performance, you can't dissect what your problem is because ultimately it's your business transaction which leads to your experience, a journey that you're going through, your business journey. And at the end of that rainbow is the actual business outcome that you're looking for. And whether that's a sale or moving money or buying a ticket or you know a new shirt, that's the key is having that business outcome. And the more we tie application performance to that business outcome, we're better off as a business. And at AppDynamics, we look at all the way to the edge, to the browser, to the device, to the data centers, to the cloud, but we also tack into that the ability to look at money or what the business KPI that's being impacted. Because if you have a seasonal event like an inventory level dropping or a loss of money or you're making more money because of a promotion, wouldn't you want to know that your performance or your lack of performance, what the impact is to businesses? It's interesting too because it wasn't very long ago. I mean, maybe just a few years ago where we're almost solely reliant on things like a uh, MPS measurement or call times mm-hmm. that we do in the in the call center, and outside of that, you know, one person tells five people when they have a bad experience. You don't really know those kind of things, but now in this age of data for everything, you know, you, you, you know the last time somebody used my Lyft app, oh, they, you know, it was poor performance. We haven't seen them in three weeks. Maybe they went to Uber. I may not know that, but I know what their last. Ex- you know, there's data there to to mine and to go after where some of the telemetry information about performance could indicate some symptom that might have led to a consumer change in behavior. Yeah, and it's no longer, I mean, we talk about expectations and not meeting them, but you know, the downside of that is your reputation risk. I mean, if you get a, a issue reported to you from internal or your, you know, some, somebody inside, that's one thing versus being reported to your call center. That's another thing versus somebody switching to a competitor and posting it on a social media site. Now you're not only worried about stock price and revenue risk, you're talking about reputation risk and that reputation risk really does tie back into, into those you know, expectations not being met at whatever level it is. So reputation and how, you know, media out there is picking up on that and promoting that when it's negative for a reason, because it's a, it's a shared experience. This may be a bit of an impossible question, so I recognize that up front. Is it possible to measure what consumers or customers' expectations are? Is it too big of a moving target? Is it too many variables? Or is it something we we can get a handle on? How do you address that? Well, I, I firmly believe we can. And I say that coming from the customer side of AppDynamics, but also you know, businesses know their business, their KPIs, what outcomes they're looking for. 
And if you don't measure it, you can't really make change in a positive way. So we see digital transformation, agile, you know, we're seeing biz DevOps. Those are all things to really move businesses to become more efficient, drive, you know, the right decisions around the right business outcomes they're looking for. And, you know, I always say you do have to focus on the application performance. Being a past CIO, I try to put myself in the customer's shoes. I mean, if you don't have a robust way to look at application performance, then you know you don't have that safeguard or that you know, guardrails that you can put up to make sure that you know number one, your mission critical applications are working, but number two, it's the user experience and being able to measure that and seeing that all the way from the edge to your cloud services. And the dependencies, I mean, think about it, the number of SaaS providers, cloud providers, third-party data that you're touching just to execute a login on, on any, any application site, it could span hundreds of transactions. And if any one of those little things go wrong, you're not focusing on application performance, you can't measure it, and it could have a negative user experience. Very good point, because there, there are very few, maybe if any, closed ecosystems that throw an ecosystem word there. Um, you, you really are reliant on a lot of other providers to come together to deliver that overall experience, that service, that functionality. Yeah, and that that's how you get your business outcome. So I do think that it's achievable and, you know, that performance and correlating it to the, the business performance and the business outcome, that's really the objective companies are setting and why they're moving to APM and, and companies that are expanding out to give them business metrics on top of APM and consumer metrics on top of APM because it's that trifecta. And if you think about it, there's lots of ways you can look at logs or network flow data, but at the application, since it's the central North Star of the business, it's the most granular and contextual data that you can get to see whether or not your business is performing. So that when you have that granular and contextual data down to the line of code, maybe not performing, um, you, you're able to look at the two most important metrics to, to any company, which is finding and fixing problems and reducing the time it takes to get to, to solutions on either side of that. So the faster you find them and fix them, whether it's a you know a 10 second issue that can, you can automate out of your system, or if it turns out to be a 10 hour outage, those are radical you know separations that we see in companies by just implementing the right tool set, the right performance measurements, and really driving their businesses to to reduce those risks in any company. Okay, um, we're uh, maybe one last thing to kind of touch on. Um, are there any other? Uh, Interesting findings, notable things, maybe uh, kind of small little quirk thing that was, wow, we didn't expect to see that. Any other things to glean from the report? No, I, I think we've, we've covered it at a high level. I, I always suggest put yourself in the consumer's shoes. Um, really have a robust you know, way to look at performance and tie that back to the business outcomes because Ultimately, you know, the, the business teams have a really hard time understanding IT and engineering, but the IT teams actually can make that leap. They can tend to look at the business challenges and situations, take that complex technology of all the ecosystems and translate that into showing the business what's actually happening under the covers in a meaningful way. And that's the basis of the report is that the expectations are rising, the issues are out there, 
finding them and fixing them and really put yourself in the consumer's shoes because it's only going to grow the dependency and the flawless application wins. Great. How do folks get a hold of this? How do they get to the uh, Arab Digital Reflex Report? It's posted on our AppDynamics website. It's uh, appdynamics.com, and uh, you can go ahead and get it there and be happy to share that. Excellent. Free to download, I assume? Yep. Nice. Sure is. Okay. Well, excellent. Thank you so much, Steve. Appreciate you being on DevOps Chat with us. Thanks, Mitch. It was a pleasure, and I appreciate the invite. Absolutely. I definitely want to thank my guest today, Steve Long, regional CTO with App Dynamics. And of course, I want to thank you, our listeners. We appreciate the time that you spend listening to us, interacting with us on the podcast, and the feedback that you give. This is Mitch Ashley with DevOps.com. Have a great day and be careful out there.